Welcome back to another thrilling episode of The Loudest Podcast. It's the loudest podcast on the internet. My name is Sarancho and I'm here with Asterios Coconuts. Asterios, say hello. Hey, how you guys doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing so good. I'm doing the best I've ever been. Um, why don't we go mm-hmm. ahead and mix it up this week, okay. Asterios? Sure. Why don't we mix it up and listen to some voicemails first? I love this idea. It's been a couple of weeks since we played voicemails. And it's not just because most of them are unplayable, although that is a factor. We keep forgetting. Yeah, um, I think after we listen to these voicemails, it's going to be pretty obvious why we haven't played voicemails in a couple weeks. And if you want to leave us a voicemail, you call 848-863-5343 or just record it as like a note on your phone and email it to the loudest podcast at gmail.com. All right, Sriracha, let's get to work. So I figured we'd get started with uh, the most unique voicemail I think maybe we've ever gotten. It's eight seconds long, which is the perfect amount of time. And it's called Ow My Bones. All right. I'm the great Seamus, and I'm here to say I hate that my bones are always wet. This is this is quality. I like this. (laughs) Is it? Is it quality? His bones. I've never thought about that. His bones are always wet. That's a, are that's your bones always wet? Well, yeah, because because your bones are always floating, you know? Is that true? Wait. Yeah. Let, let's really think about this. Your bones are always wet. I mean, I guess so. I guess the inside of, because they're covered with capillaries, right? Exactly. And capillaries have a lot of blood in them. Yeah, they have blood in them. The blood's not supposed to be outside of them. But I guess oh. if you like cut your skin down to the bone, it would be all wet in there, right? I ju- You know what? I know way less about physiology than I thought I did. I genuinely thought that your bones were just swimming in blood. Swimming in blood. Yeah, serious. They're just coated in blood. I thought they were. They're not. I don't think so. I I mean, they are definitely wet, but I don't know if they're swimming in blood. If you're a doctor, please call in and tell us if your bones are indeed swimming in blood. All right. All right. Well, uh, what's the next voicemail? Oh, the next voicemail is called, Why the Hell Are You Here, Teacher? <laughs> Hi, Asterios. Hi, Sarancho. Huh? Uh, hey, just wanted to talk to you guys and ask what you thought about uh, the anime I shared with you. It's called, uh, Why the Hell Are You Here, Teacher? You remember that it's one, right? one of the most mm-hmm. first things that I ever had to watch. And, well, I'm hoping to get your, uh, your insight on it. Thanks. Love you. Bye. We love you, too. Love um, you, too. I, I'm into that teacher. That's fucking gross. You hey. seriously liked that? Uh, no, the show's trash, but I'm into that teacher. <laughs> that, te- that teacher is way hot. All right, so this show, what the hell are you doing here, teacher? It's about like a sexy lady teacher who's known as like the dragon of, of high school. Like she'll always like scream at you and like she's always getting boys in trouble. But this one student keeps running into her in like uncompromising situations, like uh, runs into her like only in her bra in the nurse's office. And he needs to shove a suppository up her anus. Oh, wait a minute. Do you not remember this? Oh, well, now that I'm now that I think about it, I forgot about the breastfeeding antics. And that's in the first episode. Yeah, that anime is disgusting. The breastfeeding it's like, it's antics like, were not, not in the even, first episode. That was in the third episode with the pool. No, I'm talking about the suppository. Well, that, that the oh, that's in it? the first episode. Yes. The, yeah. A student does have to shove a cold pill up her 
hot up his hot teacher's pooper. Why the fuck do you have that in a high school? Is my question. That doesn't seem. That seems like something we've advanced past the need for shoving medication up your ass. I kind of like that Japanese nurses are allowed to do like genuine medicine. I they're not. Wait, what? I'm I'm pretty sure they're not. They're not allowed to think- put pills up their students' poopers. I'm pretty sure I might get corrected on this, but I do not believe they are allowed to shove anything up a student's anus. But according to the documentary I saw, teacher, comma, what are you doing here? It seemed very common because you'll remember after the teacher got better, then, of course, the kid got sick. And the reason he got sick was that he had to hide under the sheet with his head nestled between his teacher's voluminous breasts to like hide from the nurse. And so he caught the cold. But then the next day, the dragon lady teacher was like, now I'm going to shove a cold pill up your pooper. Remember? Yeah, that's right. I almost forgot that she returned the poop pill. To, uh, the first scene, he walks in on his teacher taking a piss. <laughs> and- well, she's taking a piss at the boys' bathroom, which is weird. Yeah, she shouldn't have been doing that. Um, the second episode, which I don't think you watched, Asterios, involves... Um, Her breastfeeding, not even breastfeeding because she's never been pregnant, so she would not have milk, mommy milkies. Her attempting to breastfeed the main character's toddler sister. If I ever fucking found out that uh, my the babysitter was letting my toddler just suck on her tits, I would smash Kojima the demon's head in with a fucking bat. That is gross that is not even funny gross that's just gross Kojima the demon that's the name of the teacher thank you I was calling her the dragon lady now yeah whatever that is not what happens what happens that is is, what happens no the teacher's going for a swim teacher's going for a swim for some reason in the student's pool I I, I don't know I think it's maybe that like her pool was under construction and I don't know something and then the baby our main character's little sister that's a baby sees the teacher's big stack milkies and goes lunchtime and then this baby like like a little like a little leech just lunges for the badambos like the teacher wasn't trying to the teacher wasn't like going out of her that kid was on the attack the teacher did not stop the kid though that's what i'm saying How she just let it go she's like i want to practice for being a mom and that's the part that i find fucking gross oh i turned it off before that because i was so grossed out oh well you shouldn't have because it's even more disgusting content for you okay no 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 yeah because i all of a sudden i saw like a, that a baby was involved and i was like yeah i, I guess i'm out of riff room <laughs> I remember, I remember saying to myself, like, this has gone from like something I can riff on on my podcast to something I could go to jail for watching. I'm going to go watch some American Dad. Yeah, I feel like I should be arrested just for having watched that. You should be arrested. You should be arrested for talking about it. You should be arrested for thinking about it. Now, look, not thought crimes are not a great idea. You should not criminalize thought except about Kojima the Demon. I think we could all agree on this. <laughs> Just 10 out of 10 anime. So for the guy that called in, I give it a 11 out of 10. It was a compelling storyline. The characters were so deep and I definitely didn't want to throw up afterwards. That teacher's hot. I'm sorry. 
Hot teachers are one of the few things that we're legally allowed to find hot in anime. All the time on Twitter, everyone keeps talking about like the hot girl from Evangelion. They're all like, oh, Masato's best girl. She's 15. Masato's not 15. I think Masato's 15. Oh, I, I don't think. Hang on. All right. Would you mind looking it up? Thank you. Masato is 29. That's 15 in Japanese years. <laughs> it's in dog years, maybe. <laughs> Well, look, I'm tired of being wrong and, 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 and having the basic facts I think I know. I'm tired of being hoisted on my own petard. Let's listen to some more petards uh, in the voicemails. All right. This is our final voicemail, which is called Request for an Anime Review. Okay. Please, please make a serious Coconuts watch the first episode of Goblin Slayer. No! And review it on the podcast. <laughs> oh, I can't wait Please. to talk about this. No! I'm not, no, I'm not, no, I'm not doing happen. it! No! Yeah, apparently there is an anime called Goblin Slayer, and people got very upset at me because I didn't know it. I'm sorry, guys. I was thinking of Demon Slayer, but I guess it does exist, and it does involve rape. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm not... Yeah, so as you'll remember, last week on the show, I came up with the niece list, which is a list of nice animes for your niece. And I didn't know whether Goblin Slayer or Monster Slayer should go on the list. And it turns out neither should. The show I was thinking of was called Slayer's Try. I think that's what? Slayer's Try. I've never heard of that. And that's not even close. Slay it's got the word Slayer in it. It's halfway there. Not close. Or you're halfway to pornography. <laughs> Apparently Slayer's, violence. Apparently Slayer's Try is about a dude, a hot dude, but whenever he gets in the water, he turns into like a sexy lady or something. I don't know. It's apparently that's, for kids. That's Ranma one half. No, that's Ranma one half. No, it isn't. And you are you are so far gone from anything. I know what you're talking about. All right. Let's go back to Ranma one half then. Is Ranma one half appropriate for my niece? Does it belong on the niece list? Um, I would say, I mean, personally, I would probably let my niece watch Ranma one half. I was probably around her age when I first started watching that. Got it's it. About Don't show my niece Ranma one half. Got it. Writing this down. If Sriracha would show her niece it, then I won't. Okay. <laughs> Glad we came to this conclusion. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt. But tell me about the show, please. Um, all it is about is a guy when he gets wet, he gets he turns into a girl with big fat fucking titties, and that leads to some hilarious hijinks. I mean, that sounds pretty educational. Like, if my niece ever got wet and then turned into a dude, like she should probably know how to handle that. Yeah, exactly. It's fun for the whole family. <laughs> Okay, I got to take Ranma one half off the niece list. You what definitely I've, should. What I've heard is not great, but well, okay. Well, I got a voicemail. I got a guy who reached out to me on Discord. He told me a story, and I was like, "Leave that as a voicemail." Uh, Zwick, let's hear it. Hey, it's Dilbertex. Hello. So my Christmas story of how I got the clingiest girl I've ever dated to leave. So, what happened? Oh my God, was, it's three minutes long. All right, let's hit stop. It's too long. All right, we're not we're not playing your voicemail. Let me tell you Are what you happened. Sure? Yeah, let me let me tell you this guy's story. Oh my God, three minutes, three minutes. This guy was dating a girl, and he didn't want to date her anymore. But you know how guys like don't break up with girls because they're like too afraid to. So instead, they're big fat pussies. Because they're big fat pussies. So instead, they just make themselves like undateable and unlovable until the girl breaks up with the guy. Yeah. 
So they were like going to go on to like a vacation to like San Francisco or something. They were like had like a four hour road trip ahead of them. And he was like, I know how I'll get this girl to break up with me. He was like, there's this great podcast I listen to called Christery. Oh, no. <laughs> I love Christery. I love it so much. It's so funny. I packed a lot of episodes of Christery for us to listen to on our trip. And then like three hours into the drive, she was like take me home this is over and she broke up with him and he had to turn around and drive her back he was just like they're so mean they're so mean to this special needs person and i'm like yeah i know that's what i've been saying this whole time it's conceited the show okay so if you guys aren't on the patreon just two dollars you can repel women <laughs> You know what, Sriracha? I always think that you're being too hard on the voicemails. I'll be, I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you. I'm always like, they can't be as bad as she's saying. No, these are bad. Let's model good voicemail behavior right now. Huh? Let's, okay. How about this? Let's leave ourselves some voicemails that might be good for the show. I'll go first. All right. A boop, boop, beep, up, up. Hey there, loudest podcast. Uh, have you heard about the new Christmas porg? There's a new little porg and he's in a little Santa hat. You got to pick him up at Target. All right. Bye. There. Okay. My turn. My All turn. right. Go ahead. Boop, boop, beep, beep, beep. A high loudest podcast, loudest podcast on the internet. I need advice. I am dating a new girl and she put a bunch of Mentos and Diet Coke into my anus. And now... There's fizzy goodness shooting out all over my deck. What should I do? Hang up. That's perfect. All right. <laughs> boop, boop, beep, up, up. Hey there, loudest podcast. Uh, it's uh, Tim, Tim Flim. And uh, I just want to let you know, I'm raising my Patreon to $1,000 a month. Merry Christmas. Click. I love you, Tim Flim. <laughs> He's a cool guy. Beep, beep, boop, boop, boop. Ring, ring. Hello, Loudest Podcast. Uh, I want to make an OnlyFans, but I can't do it until my parents die. Should I kill my parents? That, that's perfect. <laughs> boop, boop, beep, up, up. Hey, Stereos, I saw someone said uh, something mean about your hair in a YouTube uh, in a YouTube chat. So I've tracked the person down and I'm outside his house. I have a flaming crossbow and I'm going to burn his house down. And by listening to this, you approve of my violent actions. Bye, click. I don't wow, approve of those some... actions. Don't do those things. Don't do that. Those were some great voicemails we just made up. <laughs> How can, in two minutes, we have five better voice. That's it. From now on, we're leaving the voicemails on this show. Unless you guys shape it up. Oh, yeah. Come on. Shape up or we're taking over the segment. 848-863-5343. The best voicemails we've ever gotten are that bone-hurting guy and that guy that went, ow, my balls. You know what? Let's listen to that balls voicemail one more time just for fun. Yeah, let's do it. Just for shits and gigs. <laughs> my balls are on fire. Please help me. Please help me. Now that's a voicemail. Now that's quality. I know I know the context. His balls are on fire. <laughs> He's got a problem. We can help him or laugh at him or both. I don't remember what we did when we listened to that one. Did we help that guy or did we just say your balls should not be on fire? <laughs> I think we just said your balls should not. I think we said call a doctor and that's helpful. That is helpful. Wow, that was a great 10-star voicemail. <laughs> and we'll be right back after this with more of the Loudest Podcast. Welcome back to the Loudest Podcast. Now, Asterios... <laughs> Uh, I don't think it's doxing to say that we live in New York, right? Mm -mm. 
We live in New York City. And is it fair to say that we have seen, as New Yorkers, our fair share of shithole apartments? Oh, my God. Yeah. Remember, the first apartment I lived in had a sink that was so small that when I went looking for a roommate, uh, like a girl saw my sink, laughed at it, and was like, I need to take a picture of this so I could send it to my friends. I have seen, I have seen quite the, you have to lower your standards significantly. If you decide to move to New York, there's a girl on TikTok and her whole shtick is she's like, here's a ton of tips for when you're making your dreams come true in New York City. Uh, step number one, lower your fucking standards. <laughs> <laughs> no matter which borough you're in, no matter how much money you have, there will be rats and there will be mice. Just the mice are your roommates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I have a friend. I have a friend who lives in Philadelphia who is literally addicted to Xanax, uh-huh. who lives better than J-Reg. J-Reg <laughs> uploaded a video of himself giving us a tour of his house. So I figure we could just go through and watch some of the most uh, egregious sins of this apartment. I'm serious, man. I have been to literal crack dens in Philadelphia that are better looking than this apartment. <laughs> okay, now for our boomer listeners... Who is J-Reg? Uh, he's a apparently deeply upsetting <laughs> individual <laughs> who makes uh, videos about politics and political. He's like r slash political compass memes, the YouTube channel. Okay. All right. So he's like a, he's like a YouTuber. He's like a shit posting YouTube comedian. Okay. And his who na- lives in a crack den. <laughs> who apparently lives in a crack den. All right. I've never seen a J-Reg video. So this is the first time I'll ever see uh, any of this J-Reg stuff. I'm clicking on this link you sent me right now. This is what the guy looks like. Yeah, what'd you think he looked like? I don't. I didn't think he looked like this. He looks like the chef from Ratatouille. <laughs> oh, he's such a little. <laughs> this guy's. This guy's YouTube famous. He looks this like guy, a thumb. He there looks was a like a skinny thumb. There was a viral video, viral tweet going around a while ago that was like, it was a picture of Yandere Dev and a picture of Drag and the caption was, these two people are literally indistinguishable to me. Wow. Well, I have no idea what Yandere Dev looks like either, but if he looks like this, it's no wonder his life is so tragic. Um, all right. I, I'll hit play on this thing called 300K Subhouse Tour. What's up, guys? As you know, we just hit 300,000 subscribers. Now, you guys know the YouTuber lifestyle is pretty extravagant. Fast models, beautiful cars, and your buddy J-Reg here is no exception. Today, I thought I'd give you a taste of my life. This isn't my house, though. I don't have a house. I have an apartment down the street. <laughs> Welcome to my humble abode. Um, let's let's take a little tour. So, can as you can see, for a second? Uh, I think first. Yes. Every single YouTuber does the fake YouTube voice, and I wonder if that if like there was ever a real YouTuber who sounded like that. Every single comedy YouTuber like opens their videos where they're like. Sup guys, Stereos here. Wiggity wiggity Wednesday. I can't wait to share some dope news with you. And it's like, who are you making fun of specifically? If all of you talk like that, then guess what? You're not being satirical. You actually just want to be a high energy host. Yeah, I've listened to, I don't think I'm that deep in YouTube where I'm getting unironic vlogs <laughs> yet. <laughs> But I know exactly what you're talking about. 
All right. Well, let's keep let's keep going. I think the first thing that your eyes are probably drawn to is the fact that uh, the ceiling is coming undone. Um, just a, just kind of an inexplicable, <laughs> an inexplicable area where I can see. Oh yeah, he's got a big hole in the ceiling, ceiling. and, and there's listen, like exposed rotting there, wood. I can actually hear the people above me when they're above me talking. So that's cool. It's like we're really connected. So what do we? What okay, do we pause. Got here? So. Now, Asterios, I, I I started watching this video. This came out a couple of days ago. And also, his landlord threatened to sue him over this video, apparently. Wow. So, I, as soon as I started watching this and I saw the gigantic hole in the ceiling, I was like, I need to, I need to take notes <laughs> here about what I'm seeing because we definitely need to talk about it in the show. And one, two, three, four. Four separate times I wrote down, okay, it can't possibly get worse. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the first note on my page. Now, the second thing I'd like you to ponder and query while we're watching this is there's a debate going on whether or not this is actually where he lives, if he lives in this fucking filth, or okay. if this is a rented studio space. Okay. Well, um, again, this hole in the ceiling is... It's not insignificant. It's gigantic. It's like the size of a, of a sewer manhole. And... <laughs> And you could, and it's there is exposed rotting wood. Uh, what's worse is he has like a bunch of tennis rackets or pickleball rackets or something, and he does that thing that everyone in their twenties does, where they just put nails in the wall and then just hang the tennis rackets on the <laughs> nails. It's so gross. In a part that I cut out, he does explain that the apartment came with a ton of nails just in the walls all over the place. So he's kind of just making do with what was there. He did not put the nails in the walls, but somebody did. No, something that I might do would be to say, thank you for your time and then find another apartment. But I guess that's not J-Reg's <laughs> play. All right. Well, let's keep going. All right, now we're going to skip to 211. All right, skipping to 211. All right, now we uh, we head towards the kitchen. Um, so as you can see, there's uh, there's the famed trash heap oh. that it, I keep under the uh, <laughs> kitchen. And uh, now I know what you're thinking. Why are you keeping your bananas on this chair <laughs> on the wall? <laughs> well, I also keep my avocados here. If you're wondering why there's a chair on the wall, the answer is, uh, because there was space. And then also because, look at how many chairs there are here. I've got a chair here, and that's on top of the three chairs All I right, got I'm here. I'm going to pause it here. Okay. Now, that's not the landlord's fault that you have eight chairs and <laughs> that you nailed one of them to the wall and you're putting your bananas on the chair. You can't blame that on Sally. Yeah, li listeners, there's a sitting, ch like a plastic chair that one, a folding chair, duct taped to the wall <laughs> that he is using as a shelf. That's duct tape? <laughs> it's like, it's like, what's it, clear duct tape? What is it called? Packing tape? Masking tape? No. I don't oh. know what that's called. Okay, so it's not even structurally soundly nailed into the wall. <laughs> it's yellow packing tape to the wall. Yeah, yeah, you can't blame that on, you can't blame that on the landlord. Oh, uh, let's let's take a look at something we can blame the landlord for. Let's skip on over to 455. Also, check out this floorboard. It's like, like it's not even, <laughs> not even there. The wood is rotting. <laughs> also, well, 
What, what's going on with this floorboard? That's what I want to know. It's like, it's just like pretending to be in place. Oh my god. Holy shit. So, are you telling me, oh my god. What the fuck? Bro. Holy shit. <laughs> I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that was a thing. I don't know if you can see that. Hold on. This this requires some investigation. So this floorboard was over here. <laughs> He's ripping apart so his floorboard. He's ripping apart the floorboards underneath and his kitchen sink or bathroom sink. Oh my god. And it's just covered in mold. Everything is covered in black oh mold. <laughs> and he's exposing a bunch of ancient copper pipes. I'm almost positive that's where that's where the rats come from. <laughs> oh god! Look look at this. Look what's all over. Oh yeah. Yeah, one of the floorboards is what, covered in what, rat shit. What what is, is that this? rat shit? It looks what's like mold. Is there a, is there a difference between it's rat shit and mold wet. at this point? It's wet and slimy. Like what's wet? What's wet down there? The water's wet down there, asshole! There's pipes! You see pipes! I can't see the bottom. What the fuck? I I genuinely don't want to know what that is. This isn't the Goonies. It's it's your plumbing. I wish I could unsee what I just saw. My place has character. As do the rats. All right, pause. <laughs> Paused. That was the second time when I was like, okay, this has got to be the worst. So the front of the house is like bad, but the back of the house will be much better, right? Because like how much time do you spend in the kitchen? I mean, uh, so this is his kitchen, not his bathroom. I can't tell. This is, oh, this is his kitchen. We'll we'll go to his bathroom very soon. Oh, no. Again, I'm just going to point out like uh, these are things that you see like when taking like a walking tour of an apartment and then you decide to rent elsewhere. Like uh, this isn't it's not like surprise. These these rotted out floorboards are rotting. It's like they, 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 it's very visible. Very obvious. Yeah, I don't. I don't get why you would want to. This has to be an instance of like he he rented it unseen because he moved from somewhere, right? That's, There's no way anybody would walk through here and then buy this apartment. That's the only thing that makes sense to me. I had the same thought that like uh, he uh, he was he he switched colleges real fast and he was looking for a place and he saw a place and and the price was so low he was just like, well, I'll rent it even if it's a shithole. Who cares? I'll only be there for a few months and then just. Uh, He's been there for years now because it's easier than moving. It, it has to be. It has. To, I, I, don't, I believe that no human being would ever voluntarily live like this. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. This is the kind of thing where it's like, yeah, I'll go to Western Union and I'll send a money order to a landlord I saw on Craigslist. All right. What's uh, our let's... what's our next stop on this J-Rig house tour? Uh, the next stop, we're going to explore the water quality. <laughs> so let's head on over to 710. The water is undrinkable, which is very <laughs> unusual for Canada. But um, as you can see, like after I filter out the uh, the water, there's all these weird plastic balls that show up in my water supply. So if I just drank the water and filtered, that's what would happen, which is, which is why I need this this water That's filter, not doing anything! All these plastic <laughs> Go ahead, pause. Balls. Okay. No! He's got a Brita filter. He's, what is it? What are they? Okay, look. Do you have any opinion on what these plastic balls are? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> it, it, it's like 
I think this guy has PVC pipes and the inside of the PVC pipes are like rotting away. And so it's just, it's sending like micro beads of plastic. It's either that or rust. It's coming from the pipes. It's not coming from the water. Um, but, uh, but listeners, this is very important. A Brita water filter does not improve <laughs> the quality of your water. There's a reason that every time you watch a Brita commercial, it they only talk about taste. They're like, makes your water taste great. Makes great tasting water. Because that's all the FDA has cleared them to say. That it makes your water taste slightly better. Putting tap water in a Brita filter is just a way for middle-class people to rationalize that they're drinking tap water. Tap water, bad. Brita water, good. It's the same shit. Yeah, it's. I don't know. If you're drinking Russ, I really hope he's, like, not drinking this water. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess in this case, it's possible that the Brita filter is stopping these plastic balls. <laughs> because, the, because it can't get through the thing. But again, listen, generally speaking... A Brita filter is to water health as baby food is to making an airplane noise before putting it in the baby's mouth. It's the same food. The airplane noise just makes it slightly easier to eat. <laughs> the Brita filter makes the water more taste better because it removes plastic fucking balls. From- in this one specific case, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I don't even know if it would work. Anyway, let's keep playing it. All right. I mean, I don't know what this is. I think it m- might be like some kind of metal deposit in the pipe. I really don't know. Oh, you think? Um, it's probably not healthy. The radiators are always <laughs> okay, blasting blast. heat. Uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking was, you know what it looks like is the little plastic beads. It looks like, did you have you ever used St. Ives apricot yes, scrub? Yes, yes. It looks like that. It looks like his pipes are just full of St. Ives apricots. Yeah, those are called microbeads, and they're apparently, like, killing the whole ocean at once. I don't oh, know that- why. Oh, right. Something about those microbeads just goes, like, straight inside a dolphin's blowhole. And it just, like, turns <laughs> it. It exfoliates their blowhole so that, so that they can't breathe or some bullshit, which is why they don't sell that shit anymore. St. Um, Ives is responsible for killing 1,000 do- dolphins and one Canadian man. <laughs> but it's also responsible for making our faces look fantastic and allowing it to, and allowing us to, to really look great in our selfies. Wait, this guy's Canadian? Yeah, what did you think he was? I, you, th- you would think Canada might have a, you, this is the kind of thing you only expect <laughs> to happen in America. God damn, this is Canada, that's terrible. He said, he's like, the water is undrinkable, which is weird for Canada. <laughs> oh, that's what he said. I couldn't hear him over my own face cringing. <laughs> Let's go ahead and skip on forward. Let's see what's in the fridge. Okay. Let's go ahead and skip forward to 8-11. Oh, no. One thing about the fridge is that fridge uh, looks nice. if you leave any produce um, oh, is in the fridge, it'll, it'll typically mold like 10 times faster than it normally would. So like, if, if you leave, for example, I don't know, like uh, a tofu out uh, after you take it out of the packaging and you leave it in the fridge, it'll mold in like, in like a day. <laughs> it'll, it'll, in a day, it'll definitely go bad. Um, you know, if you leave, if you leave milk in the fridge uncovered for like a day, that milk is dead. It's, it's dead milk. Also of note, uh, this, (laughs) there's a plate 
in between <laughs> the doors of the fridge and the freezer that's just like scalding hot. Why? Why is this? Why is this fridge hot? That's what All I right, want to know. <laughs> Does anybody know why the fridge is hot? Well, I mean, like you, j- a fridge, a fridge requires a lot of energy to keep things cold, and so usually that heat radiates out the back of the fridge. But in Jarek's case, the heat seems to be radiating <laughs> inside the fridge, turning his fridge into some kind of slow cooker, like, you know, the kind of thing that you would make that you would make uh, uh, like pulled pork in. Only that's his fridge. Why are you yeah. leaving milk and tofu uncovered in your fridge in the first place? Because <laughs> like, apparently it's scalding hot in there. That's not what you're supposed to do. You wrap something up and then you put it in your fridge. Only in your case, you live in Canada. You, J-Rag or Drag or whatever the hell your name is, you should just be putting your produce outside. Put it in a cool, wet sack and leave it in the bushes. It will do more to keep your, your stuff fresh than the fridge will. Wow. Put it in a cool, wet sack and put it down the floor hole <laughs> to keep it nice and moist. Put it down the floor hole next to One-Eyed <laughs> Willie's treasure. And the rats will leave you an offering of new produce. Oh, God. This is bad. Where, what do you think? What do you think so far? Do you think it's possible that he actually lives here? Oh, yeah, definitely. Because he's a comedian. And he's a Canadian, which is like extra comedian. So like, uh, so here's what comedians do. Instead of changing their lives, they make fun of their lives. And then that allows them to like rationalize the hell they're in. For example, Fluffy. Have you ever heard of Fluffy? No. He's like a big, fat, obese comedian. He's like 500 pounds. He's unhealthy to look at. Like, if you look at him, (laughs) you get winded. He's so big. So, like, what does he do? Does he, like, does he use his wealth to get a personal trainer? Does he go on a diet? No, he just has stand-up special after stand-up special about how fat he is. Because then he's like, I'm owning how fat I am. I'm owning that I'm going to die at 40. And that's what Greg oh. is doing. He's like, he's like, I live in hell, uh, but I'm so paralyzed by anxiety and depression. I'm too paralyzed to make changes in my life. So instead, I'll make content out of it. Yeah, you see, the problem I have with this is a lot of it, well, a lot of it is the landlord's fault. A lot of it is also just him. Like, he doesn't need a trash heap in his kitchen. No, he did you know, that, that his landlord didn't put that chair on the wall. Yes, he did. Also, if there's nails sticking out of the wall, what you do is you take a hammer and you turn it around and use the claw part of the hammer to remove the nails. You don't just put <laughs> tennis rackets up. You clearly don't play tennis, Dreg. You clearly don't play tennis. If you did play tennis, your body would have enough serotonin so that you would be uncomfortable with your situation and you would leave. All right, you said there's more bathroom talk? Oh, yeah, the bathroom is one of my favorite parts. This is my third. It can't possibly get any worse. (laughs) It's the bathroom. And we're going to 1020. Oh, and we're going to chat about the outlets, too. These outlets, these outlets right here, these are the only three-pronged outlets in the whole apartment. The rest are (laughs) two-pronged. Like they don't have the grounding thing in it. So we had to plug, we have to plug basically everything, all electricity in the house comes from stuff attached to these outlets that have been brought and connected throughout the rest of the apartment through extension cords and stuff. One time we blew out all the electricity in this room by plugging in the microwave, which is why, uh, 
the microwave is off right now, by plugging in the microwave and then also plugging in a blender at the same time. That was apparently too much for this poor outlet and it short-circuited. Another fun fact about uh, about these uh, these plugs here. When we got here, they were actually painted over. So the paint was made it impossible to plug anything in here. So we had to take a knife and we had to oh! plug, <laughs> put it into uh, the outlet to scrape away the paint so that we could try to fit a fit an outlet in there. All right, now we go into the bathroom. I'm pausing. Okay. They make little converter guys. They make little converter doodads that turn a two-pronged outlet into a three-pronged outlet. You've seen these, right, Sriracha? No, I haven't. That's the thing. They Yes, they cost like 79 cents. All <laughs> of your outlet. You shouldn't be daisy-chaining 20 extension cords together. They cost 79 cents and they're available at a Walgreens. Or, I'm sorry, whatever Canadian Walgreens is. They're available at Smiley's. Go down to Smiley's. <laughs> They're they're cheap as a pencil eraser. At one point, you can see that he has an extension cord plugged into an extension cord. He couldn't reach from the the kitchen all the way to his bedroom. Drag, no, drag. Oh, goodness gracious. This guy's famous on YouTube, right? I mean, if he's got 300,000 subscribers, doesn't he have the money to just... uh, this is clearly not about money. This is a mental thing. This is like this guy can't get out. He can't break himself out of his circumstance. He knows his circumstance is bad, but he's like, but what if so, What if different is worse? Better to yeah. suffer now. <laughs> what if different is worse? And it's like, Dreg, nothing could be worse than this. Dreg, Dreg just move out. It'll be really uncomfortable. I... You'll have to break your lease, which means you might not go to Canadian heaven. But, like, it's worth it to have two working outlets, Drag. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I don't think not having enough money is the issue. I think not having enough serotonin might be the issue. Yeah. Um, where, What are you at? I'm at 11.27. Is this uh, black stuff that coats my bathtub making me never basically oh. want to take a bath? Um, Look at the floor hole. There's another floor hole. Oh, you're right. There's uh, more uh, layers of dirt. Yeah, just some grime. Some grime on the bathroom. Oh, my God. And now we get to the toilet. And uh, as you can see, some more grime around the toilet. Um, And then uh, check out the sink. Oh. I'm not quite sure what this is. Is there piss in that toilet? Uh, But it's, it's probably dangerous. It's probably Don't rust. Touch I, I think that I have tetanus now, just poking at it. And uh, of course, we we keep all of our toilet rolls. Again, I say. Pause. Was there piss in that toilet? Could you see? I'll scroll back. All right, looking for piss. Looking for Dreg's piss. No, <laughs> I, <feel> like- <laughs> I don't think that's piss. I think that's just the water quality of this apartment. It's true. Is the toilet also full of plastic balls? If there's plastic <laughs> balls in some of your water, there's plastic balls in all your water. Like, the toilet water don't come from a different place. Yeah. Unless this guy's piss is brown, which it might be. Uh, <laughs> no, that's that's balls. That's, that's tiny ball water. Uh, also, I uh, for the people that think he doesn't live here, he he's staged it very well if he doesn't, because there's a toothbrush on this sink. Like, I wouldn't think to leave a toothbrush in some place that I just rent as a studio. Now, okay, his sink is covered in grime, his bathtub is covered in grime, but yeah, 
I, you wonder if he's even tried to clean it or if he was just like, this is gross. This is the landlord's problem. I'm not cleaning this. I'm a comedian. Like, fuck you, society. Like, there's no way I'm cleaning this. This is someone else's issue. And it's like, well, yeah, but you live there, though. Like, you live, like, I don't know what you're getting out of this battle of wills with Deborah, the landlord. Like, get some scrubbing bubbles and try. I mean, like, dude, he he won't throw his garbage away. Why would he scrub the bathtub? He won't throw his, he just throws his trash on the ground. Oh, okay. Well, that would explain these toilet paper rolls. Sriracha, can you explain these toilet paper rolls? Yeah, his roommate collected, saved all the toilet paper rolls for whatever reason. And now that the roommate has moved out, he says he's probably going to recycle them. But I bet they'll just stay there. Any particular reason? Does he explain why the roommate kept all the toilet paper? Empty toilet paper rolls are stacked <laughs> above the toilet. Why? That's 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 the million dollar question, isn't it? No, he does not explain okay. in any way. Okay, okay. Yeah, this is not all the landlord's fault. The moment my roommate moves out, all these toilet paper rolls should go in the recycling bin. It's Canada. The recycling bin is just outside. Like they have like super garbage people in Canada that like that'll walk around and they'll just recycle. They got droids and robots and stuff. It's real easy to recycle up there, I assume. <laughs> yeah, it seems like a pl- place that would invest in recycling robots. Uh, let's skip forward to 1254, where I'm going to need to explain that he cut something out from here. Okay. Now we're heading into the main room. Covered um, in shit. As you can see, uh, I've got a got a fan. It's uh, clearly, clearly a little unstable. <laughs> At some point, it'll come crashing down, blast through the floorboards. <laughs> here we have a closet. Uh, this is the closet that we, we threw everything uh, that we didn't know what to do with in. Oh, snap, there's an ironing board here. I... I don't have an ironing board. That would actually be kind of useful. I have no. I have not ironed a single one of my clothes in the last two Let's years. Okay, pause this. right now. So he just opened up a closet and it's full of like loose housewares, like a like a stackable shelving unit and a, just a shitload of wire coat hangers. Um, you can put those in the garbage and the garbage man take the garbage away. Like <laughs> he's acting like. There's he's acting like his situation is unchangeable and inexorable. This is not the heat death of the universe. This is some extra hangers that came with your apartment. You so instead of putting them in the garbage, you just put them in the closet cuz I guess that's technically closer. So at this point, he cut a little part out of the video. In the original video, I was lucky enough to have watched this like within the first couple hours that it's up. And by the way, can you tell like I'm totally obsessed with this video? I've seen it about six times. Yeah. Already. Yeah, I can. Um, in the original video, he had a scene where he reaches into the closet and he pulls out a set of bed sheets with this big brown stain on it. And he explains that the bed sheets had originally belonged to the girl that rented the te- the apartment before him. And she was anorexic and she killed herself by <laughs> slitting her wrists on his bed and died. And that's what the big stain was. And he didn't throw them out. He kept the sheets. This is not... This is not the landlord's. That is not the. Well, okay, <laughs> all right. Not look, the it's spot. look. Uh, this is. We can share some blame on this. Clearly, when he got to the apartment, there were 
blood-soaked sheets. <laughs> now that's the landlord's problem for not doing like a proper cleanup after the previous tenant moved out. Like, you know, you're supposed to clean the apartment between tenants. Um, <laughs> Why did you leave the blood sheets? No, Maybe he took over a sublet or something. I mean, that it is getting... <laughs> That is 100% right. Like, this is like a, he took over a, because he said he had a roommate. So he's like filled in for another roommate. Okay. So, yeah. All right. But still, there should be a walkthrough. That's on the landlord. When you see bloodstained sheets in your new apartment, I mean, the first thing you should do is move out, you know? And it's like, yeah. Oh, like, okay. So you lost your security deposit. That sucks. Losing your security deposit sucks. Losing fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars, yeah, that's terrible. Um, that that could take months to recover from. But uh, you'll never recover from breathing in someone else's encrusted blood. Like you'll never recover physically, psychologically. Like if you decide to keep those sheets and live with those sheets, that's worse. That's and worse. the implication, the implication in the original, he was like, I like to think about that right before I go to sleep. So the implication is he is still sleeping on the mattress where this girl killed herself. Any, any mattress from outside is better than this mattress. <laughs> now, in New York, we have a thing with our mattresses because like 10 years ago, bed bugs took over the city. And so, so we started a new rule. We were like, no more mattresses outside unless they're in a big garbage bag, because the big the big mattress cover bag suffocates all the uh, all the bed bugs inside. Even a mattress full of bed bugs from the outside is better than a mattress full of blood from someone's insides. <laughs> you can't you can't sleep on someone's you can't sleep on a dead body mattress, Greg. You can't. You can't. I would rather personally sleep on a bed bug mattress than a dead body mattress. Me too, and I think that's a very normal reaction. Now, obviously, the best situation is a new mattress. One time, I didn't have money. I went down to the mattress store. I got that at the mattress store, they have a credit card application. And I applied for the mattress store credit card, and I had to pay off the mattress in four monthly installments. And yeah, did it suck to have like a sort of perfect credit card with like an interest rate of 30%? Yeah, that wasn't great. You know what's worse? Blood sleeping. <laughs> sleeping on sleeping blood. On a blood mattress. <laughs> Now, Sirius, if you want to uh, roll on over to 1439, we've okay. got a charming little story about uh, an abortion of a standing desk oh! <laughs> and also his balcony. All right. Left how it is is just how it is. So there, uh, there used to be a, uh, a television here, but it was my roommate's. You know, I'm not sure what I'm going to do with this space. It's just a curtain. Maybe, but maybe I'll make it into a stage, <laughs> huh? Ah, a fellow, a fellow. It's a curtain. Fortissimo. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a stage is way better. Than oh. That. Yeah, this is the wire. I'll, Look, there's a, a extension cord plugged into an extension My, cord. Uh, That's not uh, good. When I came home uh, today, I uh, I sort of expected to see him here. Uh, you can that throw he it away. Um, <laughs> he's gone. And some other people are gone too. It's a bunch of cardboard like reaching boxes. Reaching for a limb that's not there anymore. So as you can see, uh, there aren't any doors here um so the door to this bedroom we ended up having to we basically nailed some nails to the <laughs> to the uh to the wall here and then we put up this uh drape there's wires that have to run from the kitchen <laughs> over here 
that we plug basically every three-pronged thing in. There's also just like inexplicable trash left from the last tenant. Like, that's a toaster oven. It doesn't work. It hasn't been touched in like a 15 years. <laughs> so did you catch that, Asterio? So there's a guy above him on the balcony who lets his dog just piss <laughs> on the balcony and then it pours over onto Dreg's balcony. Yeah, and, and here's what you do. You, uh, you go upstairs, you knock on the guy's door. You got a big bag of Tim Hortons, and uh, you go, you go like, uh, "Hey there, pal! Uh, I live downstairs, and I uh, just want to let you know your doggy doo's uh, dripping some wee wee down on the down on my uh, deckity doo. So, uh, how about can you have your dog old maybe uh, piss in the front yard, eh? Okay, well, I, I brought some beers too. Like, yeah, yeah, you, you know, you you buddy him up and you let him know. You, you don't just turn that factoid into content." <laughs> Uh, you, uh, you know what? And interestingly, you, you can do both. Like, the first time there's dog piss, you go, oh, this is going to be great to talk about on a podcast. But now let me stop the dog piss from happening. You can have your content and live piss-free too, Dreg. <laughs> uh, the, the next two little segments are our last two, and they're more sad than anything else. So if you want to go ahead and skip forward to 1637. You got it. And listeners, if you have not seen this video, I really do encourage you to go watch the whole 25 minutes because these are just the biggest abominations I could point out. And let's talk about his standing desk for a minute. Uh, Okay, so his standing desk was a bunch of empty cardboard boxes from a water delivery company, which you need if you live in a poison water (laughs) palace. Um, But like, I don't get the sense that I get the sense that one day, like, a gust of wind just blew those boxes down, and now he's like, guess I don't have a standing desk anymore. I'm drag. I live in the Hundred Acre Woods, and I nail my tail on with the nails that came in this apartment. Just restack the boxes. They're all there. That's like saying my Lego car broke, and now my Lego car gone. They're Legos. You can put the car back together. Drag, you can change your life. You're not a passenger in your own life. You're not an ob- a silent observer of your own misery from a thousand feet above. Like, you are in control of some of this stuff. Drag! Don't you just want... I've never wanted to just clean somebody's apartment more than this. I've like done my th- fight or flight instincts are kicking in. I've done that. I've had friends that were, like, deeply, deeply depressed and, like... I'll be like, yeah, hey, l- let me help you clean your apartment. Like, um, you know, and then later you find out that those people had like mental issues and you're like, oh, they got to help. Oh, that's good. You know, but you can't just let someone suffer. I hope that Drake has like one friend that sees this and then is like, let's have a clean up your apartment pizza party. <laughs> I brought some pizza with Canadian bacon and I brought some strong IPAs. Let's Canadian bacon, or as we call it in Canada, bacon. <laughs> And this is going to be our last little segment, just because it's it's pretty sad. Not going to lie. It's, it did kind of make me sad. So Perfect setup. I don't actually have uh, one comforter. I have four small blankets. No, those are towels. I just, uh, <laughs> He's sleeping I just with throw towels. Over myself one of those is a towel. Sleep is great because then I, I get to pretend like I'm dead. I think, I, I think when I turned 23, I tried to make like a... A calendar for myself so I could make sure every day was used uh, important. importantly. I think I lasted like a month and a half and Let's then I lost interest. This. 
Now, most people, calendars cost $2. I don't know why calendars are cheaper than toilet paper, but they are. Especially halfway through the year when half the calendar is useless. In America, we have, like, calendar stores. We're so stupid. Um... But Treg decided to make his own calendar out of a piece of butcher's paper and a blue marker. Yeah, this is like schizophrenic shit at this point. Why would you do that? Why would you tape that to your wall? He just has a big piece of paper, a long piece of paper, and he's just written like one, two, three, four, five, six. You'll notice that that first week only has six days. Yeah, oh my god, it does. You're right. Wait, is that a Canadian thing? No, and then the next one does. See, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Yeah, wait, what the fuck? Does he think calendars (laughs) only have... Does he think the week is six days? Does That's got to be a Canadian thing, right? But no, look... There's no way. No, that's not a... No, 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 no. No, that is not a Canadian thing. That is a crazy thing. Look, the last week of June has like eight days in it. Because he was like, oh, shit, I forgot the days. That's yeah, when I you can't... throw your calendar out and start over, buddy. Or just like buy one or buy a standing desk. There are so many solutions to so many problems here. Or move. Just move. No, look, July <laughs> does too. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, this is the first thing I've seen that lets me know this might be a troll. Because You really think so? Look, if you're smart enough to regularly upload content to YouTube, set up Google AdSense payments to get the revenue to your checking account, like have a phone or a camera or whatever. Because we just saw a green screen. Like if you're smart enough to have a green screen and know how to chroma key out the background... You're smart enough to know that uh, that the week have seven days. I, I feel like that's – if you're Canadian, can you please call in and tell me if your weeks only have six just days? Google it. Sriracha, I swear to God. <laughs> just Google so, it right now. I know we only have three minutes that so we got to go. That's it for the show this week. Thank you so much for listening. And if you are a member of our Sticker of the Month Club, don't forget to update your address if you've got a new address. You've got these adorable little pork chatter Christmas stickers that will be in your mailbox by Christmas Day. January sticker is a fantastic Crunch Bunch sticker. So this is uh, probably the best time ever to join our Sticker of the Month Club at patreon.com slash Thank you so much, and we'll talk to you next week. 